And we are live. What's going on, y'all? Hey, man, it's Finance Friday. You know what I'm saying? We got a, it's a packed stream, boy. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you scrap up. Make sure you scrap up, boy. We're going to hop into this thing, man. But first, you know what I'm saying? We on we streaming on Facebook. We streaming on Twitch, Twitter, every every single platform you could possibly think of. Um, also, uh, head to the Instagram. Follow the Instagram. I'm on TikTok as well. Um, pretty much what I do on those platforms is I, you know, we'll post shorter content, you know, for the people who got short, small, little, you know what I'm saying, attention spans. I understand. Um, but also, head to the website for some merch if you want to wear some some merch like this. Um, also, if you want to come a part of the locker room community, uh, make sure you go to the community tab um, on the website, or you can go to the uh, the WAP link down below. Um, also, okay, if you can't watch the stream, right, make sure you go to Spotify, Apple Podcast, everything you could possibly think of. We on there. We streaming on there. We we got all the things rolling and in control over there. All right. Also, you know what I'm saying? Like the video. Hit the like button. It gets it into the algorithm. Leave a comment as well, man. You know what I'm saying? Let me know how I'm doing. All that stuff. I don't get much feedback, so you know any feedback would you know would go a long way, positive or negative. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so. Pretty much, you know, we're going to cover. Y'all seen the title. Y'all seen the thumbnail, man. So we're going to uh, cover the XFL, how they lost money today. Well, last week. Um, we're also going to talk about uh, Dwayne Wade's situation uh, with Gabrielle Union. Um, so, yeah, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you do all that stuff. All the links in the description below. Hit that like button, man. It's absolutely free. Help support the channel. You know what I'm saying? You can donate as well. You know what I'm saying? Donations down in the, in the description. Uh, cash apps down there. Um, you can also donate through the through the link, right? So the the link tree link. So if you don't want to do the cash app, you could do it through the link tree link, and that'll go straight to the business side of it. All right. So without further ado, let's hop into it. y'all so i wanted to touch base with you guys um i talked about this previously in the last show but it was towards the end um essentially i'll be moving from this house um into an apartment uh, another apartment uh up, like pretty much right up the street bro it you know what i'm saying it's literally right up the street you know what i mean I, I'm, I'm kind of the type of person that i don't really like to do too much you know what i'm saying i kind of like to be cozy where i'm at you feel me and, and i'm used to this neighborhood you know what i'm saying i ain't gonna sit here and dox where i live but it's cozy over here you know what I'm saying? And and when I had to make a decision on where I was going to go, right, I'm like, I ain't going to go too far from here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, eventually I do want to be, like, in North Carolina somewhere uh, or Florida. You feel me? I, or New York. I got friends up in New York. Uh, shout out Jared. You know what I'm saying? Shout out uh, Marcel. Shout out all my dudes, bro. I appreciate all y'all. Eric, Macaulay, I appreciate you too, brother. Um, But, yeah, so, you know, pretty much moving out of, out of here, I'll be going to another apartment. Um, and... Once I move in there, I'm going to try to make this look a little more, you know, professional, a little more, you know, better. Going to get a little banner back there that says, actually says Locker Room Podcast on it, not just Locker Room, um, which is the business in and of itself. Um, but, yeah, bro. So once I get up in there, everything's going to get cozy. Um, so I might miss the week of July 10th, um, but we'll see. 
I'm thinking about recording them, but I like to go live, bro. You know what I'm saying? I like to go live. It's it's a it's a better vibe. It's a better feeling. You know what I'm saying? If you're anyone that's ever been live before, it's 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 just a different experience. You feel me? To be able to talk to people live. You know what I'm saying? And that's no cap. That is no cap. But um, but yeah. So I also wanted to give you guys you know an understanding of where this channel's heading, right? So when it comes down to it, okay, I think about like, you know, what's the most important things for dudes after sports, right? And the thing is, is a lot of times we'll get caught up in, you know, the, what we're doing, right? We'll get caught up and we don't really know what's happening around us. Um, and from what I can remember, you know, back in 2019, you know, I, I used to be that same way, right? I was the same way, just focusing on, you know, everything that was right in front of me and, and you know, kind of closing out the, the outside world. That's good to a certain extent, right? But sometimes, you, you know, you need to stay up to date, right? Sometimes you need to stay up to date. And that's what these episodes are for, right? And if you haven't noticed, essentially what I'm doing now is every other week I'll, I'll switch. So, so this week was, you know, trends, right? So the only way that you could grow your channel is to actually, you know, stick with the trends so it can get into the algorithm so, you know, people can see it. Um, and then, you know, the next week, right, I will do more educational, right? And that stuff generally we'll get like four or five views, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not there yet, right? We're not there yet. We aren't there as a, as a community, right? We, we're, we're chilling in the locker right now and ain't, don't, don't, don't nobody know who we are, right? We don't got no teams we're going up against right now. You know what I'm saying? But it takes all of us to grow, right? So, you know, next week's going to be more educational. Um, and then the next week after that, it's going to be, you know, trends again. Um, so if, if, you know, if you guys haven't noticed at all, that's pretty much what I've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so, yeah, so that's pretty much where it's at now. Over time, right, this is the this is the long term goal. And and I'm going to be completely transparent with y'all. You know, what I'm saying we're this is, you know, we're in the locker room together. You know, what I'm saying and we're we're vibing and, and doing all this stuff together. So I need to be transparent with y'all. You know, what I'm saying so you can, you know, truly have an understanding and feel a part of this community, a part of this family. So what I'm wanting to do um, is pretty much be able to go two times on Monday, two times on Friday. OK, now this is like, you know, within the next three to four months or so. Um, two times on Monday, two times on Friday. The first episode around eight o'clock, right, will be the more educational, right? So on Mindset Monday, I'm gonna give you guys a direction on, you know, how to become a better version of yourself as a man, important relationship advice, all kinds of things like that. Um, and then after that, on at around like 10 o'clock, be more on the trends, right? Because obviously we need, we need this thing to grow, right? We need this thing to, to get to the masses, to give everyone value as much, as much value as possible. Okay. So boom. And then on Friday, right. Have the educational. So teach you guys how to, you know, invest, how to do, you know, build your credit, you know, have guests on, on, you know, how to invest in crypto, all of that stuff. Right. Um, and then after that, do more episodes at around 10 o'clock for like this. Right. So that's pretty much what I'm thinking about doing. Um, also have like an idea of like, you know, having coaches on and like debating with them and stuff like that. Um, but it, it, who knows, right? Who knows? We're, we're, this is a long-term thing, bro. We all in this together, bro. We're going to build this platform together, right? And I need all hands on deck, right? So make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, comment down below. Let me know what you think about what I just said. Let me know what you think about this video. Let me know what you think about the previous videos. You know what I'm saying? Go through all the other videos and like them things too. You know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing more freer, bro, right? You, you go, you, look. You rather take you rather take your butt to uh to Wendy's and get a little four for four. 
You, you know what I'm saying? You'd rather go to Wendy's and get your little four for four, right, than just hitting the like button. It's free. It's free. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't like the video, right, then just tell me, right? Tell me what you don't like about the video. You know what I'm saying? I need to know, right, because any feedback is good feedback at this point in, in our, you know, growth as a community, okay? Um, but, yeah, so those are pretty much the updates that I have for you guys. Um, not too much, right? Not too much, you know what I'm saying? But I needed to share with y'all because uh, a, like, a lot of things happen behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? Because I told you guys on, you know, forever ago. I don't know if you guys remember, but I used to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I'm like, okay, cool, right? It's not that it was overwhelming. It was just that I needed more time to be able to, to think, process, you know, new things, expand my network, you know, everything like that, right? So, yeah, so anyways... That's that's beside the point. Okay, today we got like the video. G. Today, okay, we have two separate topics we're going to talk about. Okay, and the first one, okay, is the XFL. So I don't know if you guys have heard about this stuff, um, but we're gonna I'm gonna pull this up for you guys so you can see it. Let me add this to the screen. Do 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 do. Eventually, we're gonna get a producer in here. Eventually, and hopefully a co-host eventually. Hopefully. I believe in it. I believe in it. All right, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? I think this is it right here. Yes, ma'am. All right, so essentially the XFL lost a whole lot of money, brother. A whole lot of money. Now, you guys got to let me know what you think about this, um, because there are times, right, when you make these drastic decisions, right? So, you, as always, right, you got to relay this stuff to yourself. And um, when you read through this, when we read through this, I want you to attribute it to yourself in, in some way, okay? And and what I mean by that is, like, you know, as people, right, we, we tend to just make decisions based off of optimism. We're very optimistic, right? We're not pessimistic. We're optimistic. So what we do is, is we'll, we'll have this vision. We'll have this understanding. And we'll just throw all kinds of money into it. Now, in this situation, okay, this dude just has millions of dollars. Just millions of dollars. So it's different, right? It's absolutely different. Um, but so let's, let's read through this. I don't know if you guys can see it very well. Um, hopefully you can. But this, <clears throat> this, uh, this is from popculture.com. So just keeps everyone up to date on, you know, what's going on. Um, so here it reads, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of the co-owners of the XFL. The league lost a large amount of money this past season. According to Forbes, the Pro Football League lost $60 million this year. The first season since v Vince McMahon, I think that's how you say his name, Vince McMahon, yeah, sold the XFL to a group that includes Johnson and his business partner, Danny Garcia in 2020 and if you guys remember back in 2020 um, this was when you know COVID came and, and everything like that so they had to close down they had um, like you know same amount of teams if I can remember um, but they had to close down because obviously because of COVID COVID kind of ruined everything for everybody in every every single field you could possibly think of um, but it says to a group include Johnson and his business partner Danny Garcia in 2020 Johnson spoke to Forbes about the XFL and said the League of Opportunity will have financial success despite the 60 million loss. Optimism. 
It says this is not just an endeavor that's going that's going to fill up a portfolio and one day be one day we flip it and we're out. Johnson told Forbes, this is legacy. This is the long game for the 2024 season. The XFL is projected to make one hundred million dollars in revenue. Ooh, hundred million. So he's projecting this stuff, right? He's projecting it. Now, this is a great mindset to have. But, you know, as as dudes, we got to, you know, kind of be we got to be able to back this stuff up. You know what I'm saying? If we don't back this stuff up, bro, you, you, you just you trip. It. All right. So it says the second season. Oh, well, oh, goodness gracious, y'all had a long day at work today. It says a million dollars in revenue and about a quarter of its income comes from ESPN which pays the league $20 million. A second season for the XFL has been confirmed, but can this version of the league be a staple for spring football? The, U- the USFL, right, which is another pro football league, playing in the spring and has slightly better TV numbers in the XFL, which I was surprised. I was surprised the USFL has better numbers, honestly, because, like, you know, we live in a world of branding, right? Branding is everything. Networking is everything. People that, you know, own a certain company is everything, right? The fact that Dwayne The Rock Johnson owns the XFL, the branding of it, the vibe of it, it's very modern, right? So the USFLs, you guys can look it up, bro. It's, it's, it's you know, it, it's, it is what it is. I would say, though, that some of the players there are kind of dirty. They are, they are dirty, but. So it says, its games averaged 751,000 viewers on Fox FS1, NBC, and USA Network. The XFL drew around 627 fans per game. But the league championship game was seen by 1.4 million viewers. And we're going we're gonna to watch those highlights as well so you guys can see it. Kind of dirty. Um, but it says both leagues are getting more viewers than Major League Soccer, which brings in 340,000 viewers across ESPN platforms. Bro, in, in the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? Soccer's cool and all that, but, like, people really care about the other countries. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know, like, the World Cup or whatever it's called. That's pretty much all we watch, bro. And I'm the type of dude that I don't even watch. I don't even watch sports like that for real. Like, I, even back in the day when I played, like, football full-time, I just really didn't. I kind of just cared about the championship games. You know what I'm saying? And I guess these numbers kind of explain the same thing. Um, with them having 1.4 million views for the championship, but 627,000 per game. You know what I'm saying? It only makes sense. It's like doubled. That literally doubled the the viewership. That doubled it. Where's my wow button? Wow. There he is. So it says, this is the third version of the XFL. As the first two launched in 2001, and that was under Vince McMahon, in 2020, the league consists of eight teams. The D.C. Defenders, the Seattle uh, Dragons, Sea Dragons, St. Louis Battlehawks, the Vegas Vipers, which one of my best friends uh, from college plays on there, Max Roberts. He's the dog. Houston Roughnecks, Orlando Guardians, San Antonio uh, Brahms, I still don't know how to, Brahmas, Brahmas, one of them, and Arlington Renegades, who are the defending XFL champions. Former Ole Miss quarterback Jordan Tamu was named Offensive Player of the Year. Former Utah linebacker Pita, I don't even try to say that dude's last name, on the Vipers was named Defensive Player of the Year. And former NFL wide receiver Reggie Barlow, who was on the Defenders, was named Coach of the Year. So, so yeah, so that's pretty much, pretty much sums it up, right? So they lost $60 million, okay? And Dwayne The Rock Johnson believes that they're going to be successful. Now, what's my opinion on it, okay? I think, 
I think that they're going to be successful. Now, what I would say is that I believe that they should po- like possibly move it until, you know, have it moved for like the you know, fall ball, right? Have it like maybe, I, I don't even know, right? Sometime after the NFL games or before them, somehow fit it in somehow to where it's the same. Because um, there's a there's like a sports, like people get tired of watching football. You know what I'm saying? It's like burnout, right? After the after the Super Bowl, everybody's kind of done. You feel me? That's just that's just how it goes, bro. That's just how it goes. Um, but yeah, plain and simple, right? Sixty million dollars they lost. Um, but he believes that they're gonna get around a hundred million. Okay. So so yeah, shout out to Max, right? Max in the XFL and Kevin Anderson as well. Kevin Anderson, he played on the um, shoot. Which team was that? He's a uh, he was my quarterback at Fordham. Um, let's see. Which team was he on? I think he was on San San Antonio, I think. Yeah. San Antonio. We're going to watch the the highlights of the championship and he was on the one of the championship teams. Um so yeah, bro. I I really think that that they're going to be successful regardless. I hope that they're successful regardless just because the NFL to me is just corny, right? It's just corny. Like, like, there's not really much more that I can say about it. It's just corny. You know what I'm saying? That's just me, though. That's just me. So let's let's hop into the um, into the highlights here, so you guys can see. And we're we're gonna we're just gonna watch these together. I wanted to do something a little different, which for y'all. Let's watch these. So this is the championship game, the DC Defenders, and I think the. The Arlington Renegades. That's that's the team that he played for, that Kev played for. So, Pete, these hey, I'm telling you, bro, these highlights is OD. These teams are OD. What what people forget is that these XFL teams, bro, have dogs on them. It's not just you know what I'm saying just some bush league, you know, just some 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 bush league. These are these are some real players on here playing. These are some real players, brother. Let's hop into the video. XFL season. It's Arlington and D.C. And we are underway in San Antonio. Can't move till the receiver touches it. Powell gathered at the five. Can't find the sideline. And he takes it out to the 24-yard line. So as you saw, I don't know if you guys know this, but as you saw, if you can see, you see that red line? So that red line, they have to catch the ball between there. Like back here somewhere, if I can remember correctly. Oh yeah, so that that red line, they can't, they have to cross that red line before anyone moves. So I guess that's like safety protocol um, with you know with the XFL, just for the the kickoff. After that, it's you know pretty normal, pretty normal. I I I guess the same rules as the NFL and and all the other stuff like you know targeting and all that, um, which I think is crazy, right? I just think it's crazy. That's a whole different topic. Can't move till the receiver touches it. Powell gathered at the five. Can't find the sideline, and he takes it out to the 24-yard line. And a little play action look. They swing it out. This is Caleb Vanderesh, and he takes it for an Arlington first down. What a difference Luis Perez has made to this Arlington team. Lake Lock got to about a half second before they got it off, and he dumps it off to Vanderesh for the second time. 
And Vanderesh picks up a first down. It looks like Arlington also wants to get it moving a little bit and run with a little bit of tempo. Arlen Hill Award winner as the D2 Player of the Year, Texas A&M Commerce. Here's Davion Smith's first touch, and he rips off a 14-yard gain. Now, I wanted to include, I want you guys to look at the, the records, right? So I kept up with these dudes all year long, both teams, all teams really in the XFL, bro. It, to me, it was interesting. I, I loved watching it. Um, but D.C. defenders are 10-1. and one. Arlington was 5-6. and six. Okay? Just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. Fake toss. Perez lost the football, and he's got to scramble to recover it. Pressure coming. Third and 13. Here's Told y'all. Perez had it batted away, and they failed to convert. Fidal Brown had the coverage. For the Division II National Player of the Year threw over 5,000 yards of commerce. Needing three, Damian Smith, with an extra effort, gets it for him at a first down for Arlington. Because he got burned with the quick release of Luis Perez. Perez floats one wide open, and a beautiful catch over the shoulder. By Tyler Vaughns, another renegade first down. And 29 to the sideline to get looked at. All right, thank you. Appreciate the insight. Here's Vaughns again. And another extra effort. The gain is six. They go with Davion Smith. And he's bottled up. We'll go backwards for a couple. Five-man rush, Perez to the outside, and that's good for another first down. Hey, Greg, you're on this side. Come on, come. Brian keeps it. His second carry of the season goes for a huge first down for Arlington. DC came in as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. The live line is moving rapidly. Perez gets out of pressure. In zone, caught. Cinderella has entered the building. It's another touchdown. Telling y'all, bro. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. These dudes is they different. It's you know what I'm saying it's not no bush league, bro. It ain't no bush wow. league. You know I had to. Wow. Let's hop back into it, brother. Down for Arlington. It's Tyler Vaughn's. Perez finds Davion Smith, and he will walk it in. Arlington comes into this championship game with a sub-500 record, and they've got a two-touchdown lead on the best team during the regular season. That's second and eight. Tom dances out of a tackle, fires to the end zone, and it's intercepted after a tip, but there's a flag down. Joe Powell with the pick for... Don't y'all hate that, bro? Like, I don't know if you got... So, I played running back my whole life, bro. And nothing was worse. Nothing was worse than making a big play. And then, literally, it gets taken back because someone held, like, 25, 30 yards away from you. Bruh. Let's see. I don't, I don't remember if they took this away from him or not, but I just thought about that just now. On third and four, Perez able to connect again with Lawan Winningham. 
Here's Caleb Vander Esch, and he reaches for the first down. Corner blitz, here it comes. Got rid of it quickly to Canella. He was... Uh now keep in mind, right? The reason why the reason why I like this uh, this league so much is because these dudes are they're they're chasing after the NFL, okay? Like it's like they 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 are going hard to get to where they need to go, and and that's why it's kind of like um shoot what what is it uh like the NBA like regular season versus college regular season, you know what I mean? Like like the NBA regular season, no one really cares about, bro. Like it's like no one really goes hard. They're scoring like 175 points a game because there's no one defending. Like, literally, if you guys don't watch the NBA, bro, you should definitely check it out and see what's going on, bro. Like, it's like dudes don't, dudes don't care, bro. They really don't care. They really don't. I mean, I, I wouldn't either, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? We're playing, we playing 90 games a year, bro. We're playing 90 games a year. You know what I'm saying? On top of all the family problems I got at home, on top of all the other stuff I got going on, then I got to come in here and perform every single day. These dudes take days away, weeks weeks away from their family. Anyways, that's beside the point, bro. But that's why I like these. That's why I like this, bro. Because these dudes, they be going hard, G. They be going hard. Oh, man, on the touchdown catch. Got to run right behind him, and it's an Arlington first down. The guy running with the motion, expect pressure here. Perez gets rid of it. And Winningham, brought down by Neal again, is able to pick up four. That'll leave fourth down and an opportunity for Taylor Russellino. Russellino was two for two in the championship game last week. Marquette King is holder. And the kick is good from 29 yards out. Receiving the ball in the second half, they have plenty of firepower to get back into this thing. And they run it right up the middle of Abe Smith, and he picks up a first down. Making a nice play. Bro, imagine being 10 and 1. Imagine being 10 and 1. And then you 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 down 17 to 0 in the championship game. That's like that's like that's like beating cheeks and not getting, you know what I'm saying? Beating cheeks and then not ever being able to 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 finish off. You know what I'm saying? I digress. Let's get back to it. They're on first down. Tamu, QB draw, and he's got plenty of room to slide. He took a shot from Joe Powell. Way as well, so being stopped just short might have helped DC there. Here's the handoff to Abe Smith. He's got the first mm. down. Bro, I'm sorry, bro. I know I keep pausing it, but look, Pete, I don't know if y'all are the same way, bro. But when I watch football now, I'm like, gee, I used to take hits like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, bro. There ain't no way. There ain't no way, boy, I used to take hits like that. Head slamming against the ground. That's just crazy, boy. It's just crazy. Here's Smith. Touchdown, D.C. A two-yard plunge for Smith. Tamu swings it out. A dance and a spin. And Puka Williams. Hold up. That pitch was deep. He kind of tweaked. A he kind of tweaked. Hey, man, like the video, bro. You ain't going to see this nowhere else.
You ain't gonna see this nowhere else. Tamo swings it out. A dance and a spin, and Puka Williams Jr. brought down short. Darnell Sankey with the stop for Arlington. No blitz for DC. Back shoulder, and that is caught on the sideline by Tyler Vaughns. Salino adds leg and punches it through, and Arlington with two seconds left in the half has a 14-point lead. Ready, ready. Back up. Ta'amu goes back to the right and fits it in to Josh Hammond, and the spot will be good enough for a first down. They needed that one. Play clock now at five. Here's Abe Smith, and he's gone! Abe Smith right through the middle! And he wins the foot race for a... I told y'all, bro, these dudes are nasty, right? That's why I was confused as to how they lost 60 million. And you know what I mean? Like, I understand, like, it's kind of like, you know, the WNBA and NBA type of situation, right? You get rewarded for, you know, what you put out, right? If people are watching it, they're enjoying it, you know what I'm saying? Then you're going to get rewarded for it. I'm just confused on how people are not interested in this stuff. But I guess it goes along the lines with the, you know, with the football burnout. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty much all, all I can think about that. I feel like in the spring, everyone's doing our own thing and watching golf and all that. But, you know, in the fall time, it's, it's, it's go time. You know what I'm saying? But that dude, number four, he's about to – he's, like, got a bunch of NFL teams all over him because he's, he's been running all over dudes all season long. Showing off just what makes him so special in the open field. DC going for two. Tamu throws it a hair wide. Abe Smith told Cole, all we need is a chance. And coverage here from DC. Coming back for it. And a step forward for Vaughn to get across the line. A gain of five. Expecting Art. And it's a draw for Perez. That explains it. Luis Perez with the slide, and you get into the play calling what these things mean. Looking down six. Luis Perez finds his running back, Letty Brown, and he carries dudes with him to pick up a first down. <laughs> like, where do you get your suits? Indeed. <laughs> Complete for a first down to South Canelo. This is Brown, and he's in. Lenny Brown plunges in from seven yards out. The sixth one-point conversion attempt of the season for Arlington. Bryant mishandles a slow snap and gets taken down, and they fail to convert. Renegades have scored on every possession tonight. R.I.P. or Deer Snake, at least for 2023. Just so ridiculous. Tamu steps out of trouble and right back into it. That's T.J. Barnes with the tackle. So that quarterback, number four, he's the – or shoot, what number is he? One of them. He's the quarterback right here, the dude in the red. He is the one that won the offensive player of the year. D.C. DC was running all over dudes all year, tearing dudes up all year. So that's why, like, when I was watching this live, I was like, bro, I'm confused. I didn't think that uh, D.C. would actually tweak like that. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't. 26 to 12. You undefeated pretty much. But Arlington got better over, over the season. So, you guys know how that goes. You know what I'm saying? It, it takes time for a team to get together most of the time. 
that's just, that's just my opinion. Nothing short of remarkable. To Amu after play action. Goes deep downfield and it is caught. Josh Hammond will take it 72 yards. Here's Smith. And no signal. He was in and we got multiple flags flying in for the two-point conversion it's never really involved in the in the progression change stickers and that'll be a flag on daniel whelan the punter boy that's my chop anyways i was gonna pause here anyway i don't think anyone um has brought a uh kickoff back all year all last year and I think it's because the way it's set up, like somebody's always available, bro. It's weird, right? You would think because everyone's straight across, right, that if he went one way, that there would be no one there. But it's I can't explain it, bro. You know what I'm saying? You just, you would just have to watch the whole season. Nobody scored. People have come close, but no one has scored. Who's pinning a kick in place of Matt McCrane? Fantastic field position for Arlington. Luis Perez finds his receiver on the crossing route and rolls for Brown. He is in again. Look at this dude, bro. We're gonna run that back because I remember watching this live. This dude's like my sauce. Look how look how big this this dude beefy. And Luis Perez finds his receiver on the crossing route and rolls for Brown. He is in again. Lanny Brown's second touchdown of the game. With the beer snake. Maybe on Smith straight ahead, tripped up and short of the goal line. It just looks like zone. You should be working to the left. Tipped and picked off. What a play by Brandon Rushnak. He's still on his feet and spins his way inside the 30 in a determined effort to take it down to the 23 yard line. And it's a great job of him reading eyes, and he closes quickly. Ta'amu takes a half second too long. Look at the extra hitch there. That allows him the opportunity to close underneath it as Rusnak tips it up to himself, makes an unbelievable catch. Terrific concentration. Bryant keeps it. And gets taken down without getting back to the line of scrimmage. All out pressure. Up his back foot, a lob to the end zone. It is bobbled and incomplete. Mm. If you felt like it was pass interference, but it looked pretty bang bang. 33 yard attempt from Russellino. He is three for three tonight. A ball on the ground. And DC comes away with it. Opportunity for DC with two minutes of play. Reggie Northrup with the fumble recovery. Ball comes right out. Huh. Second and seven. Arlington drops eight. What a snag by Blair on a pass that was a bit high. A first down, a little hustle up. Gain of 20. As the clock will be starting on the ready for play. Ready, ready. Back up. Can turn into a bit of a fire drill. Second and three. Tamu. Pocket collapses. He took a shot, and he's able to convert it to Josh Hammond. And that right there is exactly why he is Offensive Player of the Year. Back 
134 remaining. Tamu grabbed his elbow and he's able to get it away with the double clutch. Here's Abram Smith for a first down. Now, I was watching this and I was like, bro, this dude dropped his NFL stock because you got a minute and 27 seconds left. Now, I can't say that I haven't done this before, too. I've gotten ripped. I think it was in high school. You know what I'm saying? It was like fourth quarter. Had to get out of bounds. And I was one of them dudes that didn't get out of bounds. My coach was yelling at me and all that. But in this situation, he got the NFL people looking at him like, bro, this dude don't know. He's not good at situations. You know what I'm saying? He's not situational. I think that's what my coach said. You got to be situational. And I said, you got to see these hands. Anyways. But, yeah, so he, he didn't, get, didn't get out of bounds. Minute 27 seconds left. 35 to 20. I guess, I mean, I guess the game's over, but. He gets pinballed around after a gain of 18. Most recently, 2007 with Eli Manning and the Giants. And that's complete. Into the five and into the end zone. Josh Hammond's second touchdown of the game. The three-point conversion, assuming they score again. Tamu, back to the end zone, incomplete, out of the back was Jazz Ferguson. He's 15 yards to keep the game alive, over the middle, it is tipped and intercepted. Back on his feet to return his criminal. And that's the game. But yeah, I thought it was important to show you guys uh, just, you know, what was going on, because a lot of us don't, you know, we might have not watched it, right? You know what I'm saying? I think the only reason why I watched it is because one of my friends was playing, uh, Max was playing, and he was doing really well from what I was hearing. So I started tuning in. You know what I'm saying? I started to, you know, get a relationship with it. You feel me? Started getting a little relationship with it. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, back to the topic of, you know, of this situation is, you know, I really do think that it's going to be successful, right? $60, $60 million, you know, for the first year they lost. You know, think about if you think about it, they're, they're paying the athletes. They got to, you know keep the lights on, you know, they got to do a lot of other things. And uh, if I can remember correctly, I think what they did was is they would pay, like, athletes a certain amount. And then what they would do is they would feed them. So they would have, like, you know, two meals a day or something like that. So they have all of these funds that are, you know, being sent out and, and given out and stuff like that, which is smart to give them meals, right? Because when you think about it, they're not making NFL contract money. You see what I'm saying? They're making normal people money. But in some cases, they live in these big cities. And if you know anything about big cities, right, for all my dudes that live out there in big cities, you understand that the cost of living is OD. You got, you know, the food is, is expensive. Just about everything you can possibly think of is, is way overpriced. You know what I mean? So it's kind of smart that, that he's doing that, right? So, so hats off to uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, but, yeah, so this is a, a great example. You, you can see both ends of it, right? So you see... You know, if let's say he didn't start this right and didn't give any of these dudes any of this opportunity, there's all kinds of people already getting uh, NFL contracts and, and stuff like that from this alone. So he didn't play it safe, right? He's like, there is a possibility I can lose all this money, but when you think about it, this dude's worth billions of dollars, right? This dude, it doesn't really matter. Right? It's it's a it's a loss, right? But it's okay. He ain't gonna lose a meal. He ain't you know he ain't gonna do none of this. But his main goal is to give dudes an opportunity. A dude's a second chance. If you guys have seen the documentary about this stuff, it's about giving dudes a second chance. And a lot of people don't get that opportunity. Okay, so my friend Max, he, he went to the L.A. Rams, right? So he got um, – he didn't get drafted, if I can remember correctly. I don't think he got drafted. Did he? No, yeah, he didn't. But he got like a, a – he got the sign of contract. Um, and essentially, he went through practice 
um, everything like that, through the OTAs, and they cut him and didn't even tell him. Didn't even tell him why. They were just like – and he didn't even talk to the coach, the head coach or nothing. And what he explained to me was that when he was practicing, the coaches weren't even recognizing him. Like, even when he would do something good, right? Every time he did something great, it didn't really matter. Because when you think about it, they're focused on the kids that they drafted. They're focused on the kids that they spent millions of dollars on or hundreds of thousands. It depends on how far down you you got drafted. But it's, that's essentially how it works. So what Dwayne Derrick Johnson said is, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? You're going to cut all these kids, bro, that you gave an opportunity to. So I'm going to give them a platform to prove to you, right, to prove to you and to all the other people that these dudes can play. Plain and simple. So – as you saw, dude from uh, the, the running back from D.C. Defenders, he's, he's going to the league, right? A bunch of other players are going to the league. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a great opportunity. It's a great platform. So I believe and I hope, I wish and pray that this continues because this is a great opportunity for a lot of people. And as, you, as we both know, at the end of the day, life at the sports is OD. So this can kind of extend that, right? Which I guess could be a good or a bad thing, right? It could be a good or a bad thing. It's like, the faster you get into it, the faster you can get, you know, more accustomed to, you know, to the lifestyle, things like that. Because if you haven't noticed already, life is completely different when you play sports. Socially, economically, physically, mentally, emotionally, it's just completely different. So it gives them an opportunity to extend it, gives them an opportunity to prove themselves to go back, you know, into the league and get an opportunity there, a contract. Um, so, yeah. Make sure you guys hit the hit the like button. Share this to your family and friends. Um, leave a comment. Let me let me know what you guys think. Um, you know of the highlight film. You know what I'm saying I was trying to think about what I needed to do. Um, you know for for this episode and what would be beneficial for you guys to see. You know what I'm saying. So if you appreciated that, you know, make sure you like the bu- uh, hit the like button. Leave a comment and let me know what's going on, brother. Um, but for this one, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna have to put my shades on for this one. Right. This this one this one is. Is a is a little OD. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to put on the stunners. We have to put on the stunners. Let's put these let's put these holes on. Let's put these holes on. So this one, y'all y'all gonna see why. Y'all gonna see why we have to put these on too. Alright, so we got the stunners on. Alright. So there's a, a video that has been got my headphones on backwards there we go i was like well something's different but there's a video that has that has been surfaced well actually two that we're going to talk about okay so the first one that i'm gonna show you is the initial talk that um gabrielle union had about how the relationship goes okay and as you guys know how i stand on this and before anyone jumps to any conclusions right and becomes dramatic about the situation. I'm going to read you a scripture. As you guys know, I am a man of God. And that's how I stand. That's how my life goes. And that's always how it's going to go. So I want you guys to read this. Okay. I don't know if you can see it very well. I'm going to make it a little bigger for y'all. All right. So let me know if you guys can see it here. So Ephesians 5, 22 through 33. It says, wives, submit to yourselves, to your own husbands, as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body 
of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husband in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. To make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. And to present herself as a radiant church without, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this, same, in this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body. But they feed and care for their own body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Now, for, for those who just joined, okay, I put these, uh, these stunner shades on because I said, you know, this topic is going to be important for me to, you know, talk with my stunner shades on because it's important, right? And we're going to turn up on this topic. And I started to begin reading this, uh, this scripture simply because it's important to the Gabrielle Union and the Dwayne Wade situation, okay? So I'm going to pull up the video of the first instance, okay? Now, this is with Gabrielle Union. Um, and then the next video we're going to watch is when, um, what's his name? Dwayne Wade talks about it on Shannon Sharp's episode. All right. So here's the first one. This was about a month ago, maybe a month and a half. Hubby Dwayne Wade getting mixed reactions on social media. I work my butt off, but he, you know, every day he gets up and delivers again and again and again. The actress makes the confession on idea generation with Noah Callahan Bever. At what point did you develop that first sense of security and that the work is coming and there isn't this sort of sense of the rug is going could could still be pulled out. I struggle with that. Still, just because I I think I just have more responsibilities, you know, for my money. So I get nervous, like, oh God, that, that movie didn't open, you know, well, what does that mean? Do I am I do I do am I gonna have enough to 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 hold everybody up? And the reason why this is the exact reason why I put up that scripture. Because simply Simply put, right, there's no reason as to why his wife should be feeling this type of pressure, especially on the level that he's on. Right. We, we, we don't we don't play this. OK, I don't I don't get down like that, man. You know, what I'm saying if, if I'm on that level and I'm able to take away that stress from my wife, that's what I'm going to do. Right. If you live in a world where you have to go 50 50, then that's completely different. But he who loves he, he who loves his wife and finds a wife finds a good thing. And as you see in the scripture, Right. At the end of the day, for him to love his wife, he loves himself. There's no reason why your wife should feel this way. That's why I got the stunner shades on. Let's hop back into the video. And that's when Gabrielle explains why bills are split evenly in their home. Say I'm head of household because in this household, we split everything 50-50. But in the other households that each of us have to support, it puts this, there's always this like gorilla on your back that it is like, you better work. You better work. 
And what she means by that, y'all, is simply put, is that not only does she have to take care of her, like her kids and, you know, all these other things, right, and go 50-50 with her man, she also takes care of everybody else. As you guys understand how people who have a lot of money, what they do is they'll take care of their families, you know, like their their immediate family, like their, their mom, their sisters, their, you know what I'm saying, and they'll take care of everybody else. So this is all the pressure that she's putting onto herself, right? Once you get married and once you have that of yourself, you don't, you don't go around taking care of nobody else. I mean, that's just how it is. That's stress that you don't need. And it's, and it's your man's, it is your man's right, not right, but your man's purpose to come in and say, hey, look, this is causing you too much stress. You know, we need to, you know, maybe, maybe back off on that a little bit. Maybe back off on that a little bit. And you guys are going to see just how, how not in accordance with the word this whole situation is. And I talk to people all the time, right? I talk to people all the time about this situation. The reason why the divorce rates are so high is simply because we have completely lost our way. We've completely lost our way. There, there's no reason why your, your wife should be stressing at this level, okay? There's no reason why you guys should be partners. It's not a partnership. There's husband and his wife, right? That you, you got, that you're complete, there's completely different roles or completely different situations. Regardless of whether you believe that to be true or not, you can read the scripture and you can see it for yourself. Well, you, you're gonna sleep in? Mm. You know, somebody might not eat. Yeah, and the internet has some thoughts. One Twitter user writes, oh, how cute. They split their bills 50-50 like regular folks. I'm sure that really helps ease the anxiety of being a multi-millionaire workaholic. Another tweets, this is so unnecessary. As an independent career woman, I don't have a problem with any woman who wants to support herself and contribute to paying bills. However, stop this portrayal as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. It's not a good look when hubby's got mega bank. Well, Gabrielle seemingly responding to the backlash with this video. I am on to see my husband. I'm happy. I'm happy to see my husband. Writing in the caption, I love when he matches my energy. 50-50 over here. He motivates me. He, he has like every day I feel like I wake up and he's got a new deal on the table. So it makes me go, okay, let, let's keep working. Let's keep striving. The two have each found multi-millionaire success on their own. Dwayne, who retired from the NBA in 2019, earned close to $200 million over his career. Meanwhile, Gabrielle's been acting since 1993, starring in big films over the years. I got the job in Neversoft. $200 million a year. This is, this is what I'm talking about, okay? This is exactly what I'm talking about, okay? The... Uh, Y'all, $200 million a year. Now, I grew up in a, in, a, in a place where, you know, I seen my mother working all the time, okay? All the time. Stressed out, tired all the time. So what I, what I stand by is if I'm in that position to where I can take care of my wife, right? To where she doesn't have to do anything at all. And I can remove that stress from her. And she, and she intentionally wants to add stress into her life. That's when I'm going to sit my wife down. I'm going to open the scripture. And I'm going to explain to her, right? Everything, how it's supposed to be. I'm going to explain how it's supposed to be and the way things are going to go. Simple. But, 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 but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't even get it out. I can't even get it out. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, that's cool. And on top of that, she's a businesswoman, real estate investor, and author. It's all about perseverance and putting your family first and loving every member of your family equally and out loud. And their families, why the couple strive for the best when it comes to their work and businesses. We have opportunities in life and you try to pick the ones that's best for you and you know, hopefully for your family as we try to grow this thing called generational wealth, right? And so, um, you know, I'm just trying to do my part in doing that and uh, this one right here does her part and there we go. I have so many things I want to say about this situation, right? So first things first, right? He's saying to build generational wealth. Uh, now, I don't know about you, right? But $200 million, that's just me. That's just me. So that's the first one, right? So that was about a month ago. A month ago, they come out and they're like, oh, we go 50-50, right? And, and all this stuff. Literally, I think it was last week, maybe on Friday, if I can remember correctly. Dwayne Wade goes on to Shannon Sharp's uh, show, right? So it's called Club Shay Shay. And I'm going to show you guys that video as well. Essentially, uh, Shannon Sharp asks him, hey, like, you know what I'm saying? You got anything to say about the 50-50? Because you got a lot of people saying that it's a great thing. You got a lot of people saying it's a bad thing, right? Generally speaking, the people who are saying it's a bad thing are of faith, right? And that's, that's how we are. That's how we are here in the locker room, bro. That's how we get down, okay? I don't, I, don't, I don't play with, you know, I'm not with the culture, right? I'm not with the society, right? I'm with the scripture. It's written. That's how it's supposed to be. And as, and, and as I stated before, you understand that the reason why everything is falling apart and all these issues happen is simply because we are, we're of the world, right? The society's of the world. Everything is to please everybody else but to please the one that created us, okay? So watch this. This is, uh, this is when Dwayne Wade went on to, the ep on to his episode, um, talked to him about the situation, and I want you to, one, watch his mannerisms, right? Watch his mannerisms, and it's going to explain everything. I'm obviously going to pause it every now and then and then give, give you guys my perspective on it, but I want you to watch his mannerisms from start to finish. Man, you be you stay on there. I mean, you be blowing up the other man. Whether it's you, bro, or, I'm I listen. I don't know how I'm always in pop culture, man. Yeah, and you and, or, or you and, and, and Gabby, and well, my wife, your wife, because she made the comment about you and her split 50 50. Yeah, let's can get you, into can, that. Can you, can, can let's you, get into that. Can you clarify <laughs> what you mean? Because that's very unique. That's, that's, very, that's very unique. I, I don't know if I've ever heard of a situation, especially a married couple. Yeah. Okay, we dating. Yeah. That thing might be, you know. Hey, I got the movie tickets. You get the popcorn and, and the candy. Yeah, you know, if we take us out to dinner, you uh, you leave the tip. You do the valet. Yeah. But she's like 50-50 household, and I think she kind of explained it. But you got to be. I got you here, so you can. <laughs> you know what I was saying? I was like, you know what's crazy? When you have it's it's think pieces that's going around the world right. about me and my wife. Right. And I haven't I haven't given no color to this. Right. But it's think pieces going around about me as a man. Right. And I'm like, that's, that's... Make that man make his wife... Me as a man. Okay? Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's remind you guys. Let's remind you guys here. Let's remind you. Because you might have forgot. For the husband is head of the wife, as Christ is head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. 
Let's keep that in mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna slide it over here because I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to to revert back to it. Fifty fifty. What kind of man is that? So I'm gonna say thank you, D. With I go lie. You thought the same thing? Yeah, when well you make up, I say, how you gonna make that woman pay? He got all that cheese, he making her pay 50 All right, so let's talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. So the whole 50-50 concept. Right. Okay, so I understand what 50-50 means. Right. 50-50 right? means that everything in life, you got your half and I got my half. Right. And we're gonna put this shit together right. and try to make 100. Right. Okay? We buy 200 of our worth of groceries, you put in 100, I put it in That's how 50-50 goes. That's how we look at it. That is not how our relationship works. <laughs> All right, we don't uh, see everybody think 50-50. They think, hey, if he getting a sandwich, you got to put 50% on that. Right. He got he got a 100, 200, whatever people think I got. Right. That's not how it works. Right. 50-50 in our household is first of all, let's say I have 20 to 50 responsibilities. Right. And my wife have 20 to 50 responsibilities. And when I say that, that means she has a mother, she has a sisters, she has her dad, she has her she has a lot of things that she's responsible for. So as I've stated to you and I've showed and we, we talked about previously, OK, the fact that he understands that there's that there his her family is providing her with this insurmountable amount of stress into her life. It is his job as her husband to come to her and say, look, if you don't have the strength to explain to your family that, you, you, you know, it's adding too much stress into your life, then I'll be the one to do it for you. I'll be the one to do it for you. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is head of the church, his body of which he is the savior. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. You know what she does? Right. She pays 100% of that. Right. You know what I do? I pay 100% of my life. When our life come together, my wife is a working actress right. who spends time away from the family no. to go work, do our job. Build. Right. We decided together because I think I said one time we was in Miami. I said something about it being my house that I paid for. Hit the like button, man. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, send it to your friends and family. Leave a comment. Let, let me know what you guys think about this show, the last show, what you guys would like to see moving forward. Any feedback I would really appreciate. Let's hop right back into it. Uh -oh. My wife looked at me. She was like, you will never say that to me again when it's something that we share. And so my wife was like, "That when we move to L.A., I got half on it. You will never say my house again. Wow. She uh, said, I don't you know if you guys that heard that. That I paid for. Uh-oh. My wife looked at me. She was the family. So, telling you, keep an eye on what he says right here. To go work. Do our job. Build. Right. We decided together, because I think I said one time we was in Miami, I said something about it being my house that I paid for. Uh-oh. My wife looked at me. She was like, you will never say that to me again when it's something that we share. And so my wife was like, "That when we move to L.A., I got half on it. You will never say my house again. Wow. Y'all. So, essentially, he takes the back seat. He allows his wife to call the shots. He allows her, as the woman in the relationship, to come to him and say, Hey, look, I understand that you bought this house. I understand that this is yours. I understand that I wasn't out there shooting with you in the gym. But you're not going to tell me that this is, this is your house. What we're going to do is, is we're going to go to another house. And then what we're going to do is, is we're going to split it. We're going to split it so you can't say that to me anymore. This is the type of world that we live in. This is the type of world 
that we live in. As soon as I saw this, I was like, bro, I have to, I have to give this, put this on my platform. Because I can't be letting dudes in, within the locker room conduct themselves in this way. This, and, and if you guys have seen, she just turned 50, right? He's 41. That's a nine-year difference. So she, this whole time she's been doing what she needed to do on her own, right? So ain't no man going to come in here and tell me what to do. Ain't no man going to tell me how I can spend my money or how I can do these things. The, you know, it doesn't really, it, it's not, this is not how we do it. This is not how we do it. You know, we need to stick to the scripture. We need to make sure that we are able to be in control of our family, in control of our households, in control of our situations, and, and lead and, and direct our relationships in the way that the Lord has told us to, period. Ow. She said, you can say that in the arena. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it, in our life, our home, 50-50, we purchased it together. Right. Our daughter, anything that goes on with our daughter, 50-50, we right. share it together. Right. Now, it's some things I pick up versus some things she pick up, but she does something, I do, I right. do something. Right. If we take a if we take a yacht trip, we could do it 50-50, or I can do it myself. But my wife is a working woman. Right. She's a boss and an independent woman in her own life. Right. She's like... She is a boss and independent woman of her own life. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. I'm going to put, you know what, that little 200, that little uh, 200 that she was going to spend on this, I'm going to throw something else on there and we're going to go on a bigger trip. We're right. going to ball out. Like, this is my wife. Right. Right? Like, I don't know about y'all, but I like having a wife that's like, that's cool, you can do that. The house we live in, thank God, in Hidden Hills, nice house. Right. Whatever millions. We could have had a house, a nice house on my 50% too. Right. It would have been nice. Right. She was like, no, let me put something else on and let us live a little different. Oh, yeah, they got a little, a little bigger. bigger. So we probably share three things in our life that we 50-50 on. Right. Everything else, I'm 1,000%, and she's 1,000%. Right. right. And so we decided that certain pieces of our life, we would share in it. But D-Wade, that works for y'all. Well, who, who, why does, why does it matter if it's 75-25, if it's, if it's 85-15? That's your life. Why everybody is so consumed what goes on in everybody else's household when their household effed up? Well, listen, that's a whole nother story. And that's just the word. I don't lose no sleep. They're like, oh, man, you see that? I could tell you. So just like I had said it before, okay, essentially the reason why this stuff is important is because we can see finances on a completely astronomical level. So, so we can put ourselves in that situation and say, hey, look, <laughs> if I was making, if I had $200 million that I've made over, you know, the past, you know, so many years, I'm going to do it this way. Obviously, for the majority of people, we don't make that much money. We don't, we just don't. So we have to be able to adjust to our situation. So what we're saying, so what we're saying is, is look, we see it from this, this view. This is how things go. And that's not what I would do. It's not that we're, you know, we're, you know, too concerned with it to where it's just like, we're just putting ourselves in that situation. It's that, it's that simple. He wave make his wife. I, I mean, I was just saying, I was just joking. Listen, I, was like, I, wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I could make my, I don't make my wife do anything. First of all, right. if I could, we wouldn't be in the headlines all the time. <laughs> Wives submit to your husband as your husband submits to the Lord. 
I'll be like, will you stop talking? When you say, yeah, she be You know what I'm saying? My wife is. She gonna respond now. You say something, she, you say something, you get out of pocket with her. Listen, my wife had this microphone way before I did. <laughs> Y'all been watching Bring It On for a long time. Right, right. She been bringing it on for a long right. time. So, like, when she say 50 50 and people take a clip of it, yeah, I understand. Like, I, I listen, I listen to all the think pieces. I laugh. I'm right. like, ooh, okay, that's a point right there. I get that, but that ain't they how we live. But I understand your point. They took it in this little interpretation yeah. that you're. 50 50 everything. Right. No, it don't work like that. Right. I, I do all right for myself. Right. right. But in certain moments that we want to do better together, right. we do better together. And what I, and first of all, listen, my, I told my wife, I said, hey, baby, listen, you're not about to be taking all this time away from the family, building your wealth while I'm spending all mine. Right. Well, I don't know where they do that at. All I know is, you know what I mean? She come home and be like, hey, baby, hey, it was good. I'll move on from you. And I done spent all my cheese. Yeah, right, right. She done built all her cheese. Yeah, she don't but that is the job of the man. That you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't want you guys to take any advice from this dude, bro. I can't I can't let y'all steer steer a, a completely different way in this situation. We you know, you heard the first clip. She literally says, "All of the stuff I've gone on, it adds so much pressure to my life. It makes me feel, you know, just constantly stressed out so what he says is look i ain't gonna sit here and, and take care of you i'm not gonna sit here and take care of you Okay. Uh oh, her stack went like this. I told you how many kids I had before we started. Like yeah. ex-wives, I got right. all kind of stuff, right? Right. right? But cheese go all over the place. Right. She just building on her cheese and right. I'm spending on mine. Right. Listen, where they do that at? Mm-mm. You know that's that. They don't that's do that the way that's that yak talk. Yeah, yeah, you see. Yeah. Nah. You know, you know, he don't put a dead in that bottle. You know what I'm saying? Oh, now I ain't do this by myself though. I've been mean, having a little swing every once in a while, but you been that thing about four times. So everybody think 50-50 means that, hey baby, I need, hey babe, I'm gonna go get this sandwich. You got uh, you got you got ten dollars on it. Right. Come on, y'all. Y'all gotta y'all gotta y'all gotta be come on, man. Like y'all gotta stop this. Y'all gotta stop this small thinking, man. Right. I'm glad you cleared that up. <laughs> but she did. She's like, I, yeah, I signed the prenup. Cause what he had before he met me is what he had before he met me. Now what we accumulate together. That's what we got, but... That's what we rock with. Yeah. So, there is a quote, a scripture in here that you may have missed, right? And and I, I need to keep referring back to this stuff, regardless of whether you are religious or not, okay? This stuff is going to change your life astronomically. Astronomically. You could be of the world as much as you'd like to be. But as soon as you turn, as soon as you turn towards what is true and the truth of what has been given to us in the Bible, you will see all kinds of great things happening in your life. Okay. There is a scripture in here. Let me let me find it. Let me find it here. Essentially, it says, do not. Get a divorce. Do not separate unless there is infidelity. Unless there is infidelity from the wife. That's, so, so a prenuptial agreement, essentially, if you guys don't know what it is, is it protects your assets. It protects what you have. Because if you, if you get divorced with, with your lady and you guys you know, want to 
now of the world of the world, right? You get divorced with your lady of the world. Okay. She is going to, if you make more money, she's going to take your half of what you make. If you make more money or she makes more money, then you get to take what she got and vice versa. So what prenuptial, a prenuptial agreement does is it essentially separates the two and keeps, you get to keep what you got and you get to keep what you got. A lot of times uh, I was watching this documentary um, and it was like, you know, true crime documentary. And this dude and this lady, they got a divorce, right? And if you guys know how the court systems work, is there is no favor towards the dudes whatsoever, regardless of whether this, you know, to have the kids, to, you know, get when you get a divorce, it doesn't really matter what it is. We are always in last place, right? We're always in last place. So what he does is, is he goes, they, they get a divorce, they go to the judge, now, this is in Las Vegas. Go to the judge. The judge doesn't want to hear the dude out at all, right? His wife gets to keep all the kids. His wife gets to take his fortune. This dude takes it out on both of them because it's like there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. And that is the result of living your life and getting involved into relationships within a secular context. And he didn't sign a prenup. So I say, if you're going to get into a marriage with a female, and you're not religious, and you didn't marry this woman because you were led by God to do so, then I say get a prenup. Now, if you do it the right way, there ain't no reason to get a prenup. If you're if your female if your woman's faithful to you, then don't get married. Don't then don't get divorced. There's no reason to get divorced if you live in a uh, uh, a relationship that is monogamous, that is of God. Right? You don't want to you don't want to put yourselves in these situations. Anyways, let's hop back into the video. Yeah. And what she has, like, and that's the thing. Now, I, now I told her the same way. I'll sign a prenup too. Right. It, but you a millionaire. Yeah. You got money. You work hard right. for yourself. Right. You should have. I think everybody. Sentence. I think everybody should have a prenup. Why not? You get insurance, don't you? Right. Because you people have. I mean, I ain't have. <laughs> when I didn't have anything, I said I'm gonna sign a prenup. They like, Sean, why you gonna sign a prenup? You ain't got nothing. I say so. If I leave, I want 100 percent of my nothing. Okay. I don't want 50 percent of my nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I don't want nothing. <laughs> I want all and, of but that. But what I don't want to do is if she decided to move on from me, she got 200 and I got, got 10. Exactly. Exactly. Because right. I've been spending all my money on all these dance recitals, all these games, all these, right. these trips, everything. And I'll just say, like, oh, a man, take care of everything. I do. Right. I take care of my mama. I take care of my daddy. I take care of boom, 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 boom. Yeah. When it comes to me and my wife, I take care of, like, and, this, and another thing, we're going to trip. If you heard that, he takes care of everybody else but his wife. Bro, where, where's my where's my sound at? Where's where's it at? Where's it at? We going all this stuff. Y'all see the big trips. Right. Now my wife would put on a big trip. It's a whole calendar year right. where I have to step in and I have to make sure that the relationship is spicy, right. that it's sexy, this right. and that. And then my, my credit card gets used to everything. 
You feel me? Yeah. So yeah, we 50 50 in three. I right. got about 50 to 100 things that I pay for that I'm responsible for right. everybody. So thank y'all for the thing piece. <laughs> you know. So that's that. That's that. And just in case you needed another reminder, I love reading this. Ephesians 5, 22 through 33. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husband as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is head of the church. His body of which he is the savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should also submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the world and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. It's in the word. It's in the word. As I told you, I had to put the shades on for that one because that one makes me hot. But that's pretty much for today, man. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to, to, to close out with um, you know, my thoughts on the XFL um, and uh, and everything like that. Um, as I said it before, I really think the XFL is going to be a great, uh, a great thing. I think it's going to work out just like Dwayne said, bro. It's a hundred, a hundred million dollars. They think they're going to make this coming season. Um, I think they've only made through two full seasons uh, back in 2001. I think maybe maybe one. I can't really remember. Um, but I think this is a great opportunity. I think the fact that, you know, a lot of athletes who were, you know, pump faked in the league, right? You know, going to the NFL, get, you know, get either getting a signing contract or, you know, like I guess you could say like a walk on to the NFL. They were on the, the scout team, the practice squad, and they got cut. For those dudes to get another opportunity to show themselves is a great thing. I pray and I wish that everything works out. I, I hope that, you know, dudes will continue to be able to promote themselves and, and get this platform to to be able to get and make that money and change their lives forever. Right. And we should we should all be rooting them on. So uh, make sure you guys tune into the XFL this, this coming uh, spring, this next spring, because it's in the spring, which I think it should be in the fall. Somehow they should finesse it some way. Right. Whether that's on a Tuesday night, Tuesday night football or something. Right. Um, the fact that it's in the spring, you know, it's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, bro. So. Make sure you guys hit the like button, slide to the subscribe, hit the notification bell, bro. You know what I'm saying? Support the channel. Donation is uh, donations below. You can, you know, click all the links down there. Uh, join the community. You can listen on Spotify. Follow the Instagram. Follow the Twitter. Do all that good stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? We just now getting this thing started. 
And, uh, and yeah, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you guys leave a comment as well. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what you think about this episode, what you guys want to see moving forward, all that good stuff, man. But I appreciate you guys. Um, it's Finance Friday. You know what I'm saying? We can be back on Monday. You know what I'm saying? We can be right back on Monday, bro. So I'll see y'all then. For now, y'all have a good weekend. Stay safe. Don't be drinking and driving. Don't be doing nothing stupid. And I'll see y'all Monday. Peace.